Independent wrestling is pretty damn fucking cool. We're sitting down in the spotlight and squirt circle with Rhino. We're trying to bring more awareness to the independent professional wrestling scene. Undoubtedly thankful for anybody that just decided to tune in and actually liked us enough to keep listening. Topics here. Um, Why are we in Detroit, Scott? Well, we're in Detroit for a road trip, an annual, seemingly now an annual road trip. We went to a Packer game. Nah, don't clap, they lost. But we had a lot of fun things happen before and after, and uh, we'll cap it off tomorrow morning, which will be Monday, when we head to the worst ghetto of Detroit. That is a plan. It is. In the ghetto. What is that, Herman Hills? Herman, Herman something. Herman Moore. Herman's no, no, that was the receiver. Oh. Herman's Herman? Herman, Hermanville? I'm not sure, but we started our trip at midnight on Friday, drove straight through, got here so early and nothing was open, including the museums we wanted to visit, so we drove into Canada, placed a couple NFL and college football bets. I got screwed royally. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, then we went to the Henry Ford Museum. Finally checked into our Airbnb where there was some bullshit going on about some people and some things and some cleaners. We got in here, went and checked out a wrestling shirt, Pure Pro Wrestling. It was uh, fantabulous. It was so good Joey Ryan wasn't on it. And then um, we came back here, got up to the Packer game, watched the Brewer game, then headed back into Canada, finished our night in Windsor. And here we are. Recording a show. By the way, I didn't even introduce who we are, so I was a little bit, you know, tired, but I'm fine. Hot Shots Skywin, Vic Stick Ross, Jiggy Jacks Fade, Kravaga. And uh, also, my uh, brother in law to be Troy is not at our table, but he's welcome anytime he wants. He may have gone to bed, which I don't blame him. Or I put he him might be table. tired of our shit at this point. So, Jesse, apparently we have to make a promo for our podcast, but I'm not exactly sure what we're supposed to say. Oh, come on, Nick. We just got to talk about Grapple Talk, where we talk about wrestling. It doesn't matter if it's the national stuff or the local stuff. That's true. I mean, regardless if it's WWE or our local talent, we cover it all. Oh, we also got to plug the social media. That's right. Facebook.com slash The Grapple Talk, and you can follow us on Twitter at The Grapple Talk. Man, that was a really good promo. That was. High five. Hi, yeah. Hey, everybody. This is RGG from the Regular Guy Gaming Podcast on The Grapple Talk Network. I think it's safe to say if you like wrestling, you also like games. This is a different commercial. Ha! You've been hearing the same one forever. Listen, don't 
listen to the Ross Family Podcast. Don't listen to them. They have had me trapped downstairs for a long time. And they won't let me eat. Don't listen to them. Don't. <laughs> so, um... Let's get into uh, some of the highs and lows. Uh, first of all, I'm going to tell the story about how we got beat, how I got beat at uh, the college bets. Um, so I did a 16 parlay, and I won five of the six. Now the parlays, anybody knows anything about gambling? So it was a $15 bet that would have paid 200 something, right? Um, the only game I lost was Alabama had a uh, 35 points. Uh, they were 35 point favorites. They were up by 41, and with 13 seconds left, they gave up a backdoor touchdown, and I lost because Alabama only won by 34, hence costing me 200 plus dollars. So, there you go. The you know, Vegas and other casinos are not built on losers or on winners. They're built on yeah, it ain't that big because people walk out pockets full of cash. So anyway, let's talk about. Um, your highlights, I guess. What was your favorite part of, of Detroit so far? I'll start with you, Mr. Spade. My favorite part? Yeah. What's the best thing that happened so far? Oh, it was that wrestling show. That was a pretty good one. <coughs> well, it was... It was it a was, it was not a It was not a great show. There was a couple good matches, but it was just an, an experience. So here, here's how that went. Okay, so we drove to Flint. Yes. Michigan. We didn't drink the water. Did not drink the water, although I'm still having stomach issues today. And I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the Detroit water. Yeah, it's probably not any better. But, uh, so we drove to Flint. It was in an ice arena. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. And we get in there, and we get our tickets. This company does extra matches for the VIPs. Okay. And we are not paying VIP money no, not to watch ever. the show. So we pay our money, okay? And we go and we get drinks. And By the way, we still got eight matches for the, what, $10 we paid to get in. We so, paid $10. Yeah. So. We get in. Uh, the lady grabs us, pulls us back to the table, writes on our arms. Or writes on a G on our, our hands for general admission. So we go in. And we ask, hey, can we sit anywhere other than the first three rows? And she says, why, yes. Yes, you can. And I say, cool. So we get seats that are in the fourth row on the entranceway going up to the ring there. Uh, And then a family led by quite the gentleman in the orange shirt. Let's call him Inbred Jed. Inbred Jed. Yeah, that's about fair. Comes up with his cousin sister wife. <clears throat> and their horned children. Uh, and proceeds to flash a wristband and go, No, you gotta sit back there. Okay? Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, was three. <laughs> there were three chairs. Now, I saw the Rosa Parks box earlier that day. Yes, Ford Museum. At the Henry Ford Museum. And I knew we don't have to get up. But you know what? We're going to get up, all right? We're not going to hang out. Yeah, we thought maybe we had been given the wrong information. 
right? So we go back to the table. And I say, hey, can you tell us where to sit? Because where we sat didn't work. And she, oh, I forgot to give you guys wristbands. Boom, gave us wristbands. We go back out. We find the one of two security guards. Both security guards, roughly 5'6", about 98 pounds, probably each. One a younger man, one a, a middle-aged gentleman. We found the younger man. And it, he said, oh, you can sit anywhere you want, right over there. So we go over to the section, and we sit in the front row. For the same $10. Same $10. Nobody moved us. Nobody said squat to us, which was funny, because then I saw the orange-shirted galoof in the bathroom later on and said, hey, how are you enjoying them seats? <laughs> As we yeah. were now five rows closer to the ring than he was. So. Yeah. Now, I'm not going to say anything terrible about the show. Oh. Uh, there were some pretty bad things. Yeah. I'll let, uh, I'm going to let Nick Ross tell us about the show a bit here. So there was a kid who clearly thinks in his head that he is AJ Styles. I'm here to tell you, he's not AJ Styles. Oh, I was, I was fine with him. He's not even AJ Foyt. Hey, that's a callback. To episode one. Yeah. And we're on episode... A bunch. 30-ish, I was okay with that kid in his match up until the point when he took a move, sat up, and instead of selling, crushed a little dirt off his shoulder. He did. And then at that point, I was done with him and proceeded to spend the entire match heckling him. Mercilessly. Uh, he worked a guy who looked pretty terrible upon sight, like visually. There was nothing about this guy that you thought he was going to be a good worker. And you know what? He was a good worker. Yeah. He was good. I don't remember the first name, but I know the last name it's was Zero with an X. Something Josh Zero? Okay, we'll go with that. That guy, pretty good. He won me over. Um, I know I'm skipping around, but the main event was Evolve superstar Shane Strickland, who also makes appearances for MLW, against TNA, what would we call it, alumni? Yeah. D-Ray 3000. I don't know how many people remember D-Ray 3000. He was in a tag team with Shark Boy. Uh, D-Ray, he, uh, they had a great match, first of all. I'm not going to take anything away from him. But by the time we got there, you know, we saw eight matches. The crowd saw at least one other match that we didn't. Right. They were burnt. <coughs> yeah, they were. They were burnt. So the best match on the show... Hardly got a reaction, just because of the wrestling overload at that point. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem, right? I mean, so we took it upon ourselves, because A, we're in a, um, a city where people don't know us, don't know that we've got any background in wrestling or whatever, right? Right. And we were able to try to get that crowd to actually give a shit about what was going on. Yep. 
Uh, I'm not afraid to admit it. I hope I'm not stepping on any toes. We were marks for the night. Yeah. We, we slapped hands with wrestlers. We, we heckled heels. And you know what? I had a blast. I had an absolute blast. We mixed a bit, though. You did. What do you mean? So. He wasn't so. so. <clears throat> well, there was some. There, so the guy who was managing the motorcycle game was the absolute shit. He was. That whole group was a shit. Yeah, well, you spent five minutes yelling, Why are you stronger than the people you manage? Well, right, because he took two punches from the baby face, didn't sell one of them. Meanwhile, all three of the guys he managed were selling, like, you know, for this dude. But not him, because he's obviously stronger than the wrestlers he manages. Also in that match, we saw a guy, oh, take a hammer to the leg? And then never have his leg worked again. Yep, same same group. Yeah, yeah, that was great. There great were uh, there was the proto NXT match that was right before the main. Yeah, they have a guy, Nolan something or other. He had two first names. Yeah, Edwards. Nolan Edwards. That's right. Nolan Edwards thinks he's Alistair Black. Yeah. Yeah, with the knee, uh, I, that guy was something. Um, he does the uh, sitting cross-legged in the ring on the ropes. He didn't sell very well either. He paints up, and here he is, Nolan <coughs> Edwards. I, I pulled up their page, so I'm trying to find some of these names as we refer to them. Unfortunately, they don't put a bio in it. Maybe they do. Nolan Edwards. But, yeah, he he's not very good. There are a lot of guys in this Fed, and I suppose it happens all the time. There are a lot of guys in this Fed who really think they're better than they really are. So that's a fact. Um, but yeah, otherwise it was a, it was a, a fairly you know fun time. We also got to see the shortest non um, dwarf in in wrestling uh, by the name of Giuseppe Colonna. I think you might have made that part up, but well, Giuseppe was the first part. His name was Giuseppe. Okay. It's, Colonna. I know it was an Italian gimmick. Yeah, it's Colonna right here. Colonna. Oh, you got. Yeah. You know what? I shouldn't have doubted you. Yeah. You have the. What, yeah. what do you have? He's website. got their website up. Uh, they do have women on their roster. Unfortunately, none of those women wrestled yesterday. Sam, uh, Sybil Star, Pinky Shortcake. Oh, I like her. Jocelyn Navarro. I'm uh, indifferent. Um, they're all listed on on their page. I thought I saw another woman on here. Um, oh, Sierra and Stacy Shadows are listed on here. I saw uh, the Beer City Bruiser up a little bit. Yeah. Dominique Fabiano, which would make sense because Truth Martini's also on this roster, but he wasn't there yesterday either. So. Okay. Anyway, all in all, it was a good time. And, uh, you know, if we're ever in Flint again, I'd go back to another show. Uh, wouldn't you? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And then, basically, that was the end of Saturday. Because we were beat. Yeah. Well, I can tell you what the worst part of of the night of the trip was was the Packers losing in the weirdest fashion, uh, doubling up the Detroit Lions in yards, five twenty six to two sixty, but having four missed field goals, which was enough to do them in. But from there, we were able to go up, find a nice sports bar, some great food. Harry's. Yes, by Quacky. And, uh... <laughs> Quacky! 
we were able to enjoy the Brewers' victory as they ended up winning their series three games to none. And uh, now we're looking forward to the ghetto tomorrow. Yep, we're going to take a tour of America's worst ghetto. And we want ham sandwiches. Yeah, fuck you and your ham sandwiches. I said we'll go oh, and get Jesus this shit. Christ. You know what? Every Two years ago. No, here we go. All right? Here we go. We go to Nashville. And it's the last day, and he goes, I can't believe we're going to fucking go to Nashville, and we're not going to get barbecue. That's all I, a barbecue is the thing they have in Nashville, okay? Hey, man, let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. That was a pretty good fucking barbecue, wasn't it? It was good barbecue. So it was probably a good call to go get the barbecue, right? And then what did we do last year for the, the regional Cleveland Fair? Um... Nothing. We told a woman her mother was a bitch. We did do that. We <laughs> went to Red Lobster. Yeah. And that's not really regional. Real fair. Cleveland. Yeah. Real Cleveland. Except it is because they caught their catch of the day right out of Dirty Lake Erie. So. <laughs> we caught it too, and I called her mother a bitch. Dirty Erie? <laughs> yeah, he's Dirty Ernie's cousin. <laughs> but, you know, so, like, we're trying to eat regionally. And you know what? Everybody knows it's well known across the entire world Detroit loves ham. Yeah, it's their top, one of their top things. That and baklava. And potato chips. What's baklava? It's, a, it's right under <laughs> back hair. Is that when the volcano explodes and you got a little drip on the on the backside or what? Yeah, perhaps. So this dude won't eat a ham sandwich. Yeah. It's... Why don't you tell everybody listening to the show, hello, Melissa, you might be it at this point. How many times did you shit at the bar today? Oh, God. Oh, God. Three, four? Yeah, that's pretty rough. I'm having some issues, guys. I know this is not the podcast about my bowels. We do that one on Tuesdays. <laughs> but. Yeah, Podbean Nation or whatever. Yeah, Podbean Nation. And the, on the Grapple Talk Network, you can watch uh, Jack Spade's shits. And the very short episodes. Or very long episodes. Yeah, They're short but frequent. <laughs> I'm dropping four or five a day, alright? Yep. Ayo. If anybody's a nurse and can tell me what's wrong with me, I'd appreciate it. Yes, yes. And we, that'll be a new segment along with <clears throat> some of the other new segments that we're going to debut here. Yes, today. including Is That a Rash? <laughs> and I, I understand that we're being a little dry right now. You know? And you have to bear with us a little bit because we've been around each other now for, you know, the better part of 48 hours. With, with very little sleep. I mean, honestly, we've had, what, about six hours of sleep total uh, when we haven't been with each other on this trip. So, um, so we've, we've worn out a lot of our... Uh, yeah, we're not funny to us anymore. Right. Our best bits. If, if we were only running this tape recorder in the car... The whole time. We could give Alex Riley 48 hours to edit into nine shows. Because that way he can't just say, oh, nothing's good. Nope, you got to make nine shows out of this, Pally. But, uh, I mean, I know if Eddie Watson was here, you guys could probably muster something up. You know, I swear I heard a knock at the door. What did it sound like? Well, then you should have gone to the window. Because... <laughs> Well, instead I went to the door, and I opened it, and there was nobody there, but I heard a guy go, any extra tickets? 
Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Huh. What? Well, and the voice was extremely familiar. Hmm. Okay. Extremely familiar. You know what I bet? You know what I think? What's that? You know Eddie Watson got his tires, right? Mm-hmm. You think maybe he snuck something in his food? It's possible. I wouldn't put anything back at, past Eddie Watson. And you know there's a heavy Indian population. In oh, Lindsay, he probably yeah. just made a phone yeah. call. To the guy who yeah. impregnated his wife. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. You are right, though, with Eddie Watson. Because with Eddie Watson, I feel like it never gets stale. Like, we never run on the same bits over and over. I mean, I'm not saying that it gets stale with us much, too much. But I I think with Eddie Watson, like, it would be like a breath of fresh air, like, all the time. But we can't have you out. We need you. You do the intro. Yeah, yeah. And I can't get out because my name's on the goddamn thing. Yeah, and we need guests. Right. It's a quandary. A conundrum. We'll have to keep trying to figure this out. Well, okay. So, a couple things here about our home. All right? Yeah. So now, we may have gone a little budgetary with certain aspects of our trip. Yeah, we tried to keep it light and cheap because, you know, some of us... Yeah, time for, time's a little lean. Like lean cuisine. But uh, this Airbnb, maybe we should have looked up some of the areas of Detroit before we chose it. Well, first of all, there's no TV in here. That's, well, there is a TV. Well, it's one. Sort of. Sort of. Google Play TV. So that's weird. So this is clearly one of the many, many houses in Detroit that was probably abandoned at some point. Well, I think it was certainly spared from some of them strippings that we saw on the way down here. You have never seen more bare houses in your life. And we don't just mean bare, like empty. We mean like... They strip the aluminum (sighs) siding. They have pulled the copper wiring and probably the plumbing too. Windows are gone. Yeah, completely yeah. like frames and everything. Uh-huh. Uh, you can still see some appliances in some some of these houses. It it's literally it's it's not quite third worldish. No, it definitely is. I, it definitely is. Yesterday you asked where are we? And my response was Beirut and I was only half kidding. Yeah. It's it's really bad and it really is um, interesting because I know snitches get stitches or whatever bullshit people say, but how do you not see people ripping siding off a house and do nothing about it and just turn the other cheek? Like, it's just gross and disgusting what some of these houses look like. They're eyesores, and it's no wonder, we talked about this on the way down, how the population of Detroit at one point was 2.5 million, it's down to 600-some thousand, not the metro area, but the city. And there's so many vacant lots and, and houses that have been decommissioned that it's crazy. It's just crazy to think about what this is. And, and it's, yeah, we saw some of that. But we didn't see the worst of the worst yet. That comes That's tomorrow. tomorrow. Downtown Detroit is beautiful. beautiful. Yeah, it's nice. It's great. It's cool. There's a lot of cool shit happening down there. Yep. It's bright because apparently Detroit loves neon. They do. It doesn't. A lot of the buildings have a lot of neon lights and signs. So if you come to Detroit, go downtown, hang out, have a good time. 
go across to Windsor in Canada. But not the Caesars Palace, because that place has taken everybody's cash. Yeah, uh, got me. Ask for destiny when you when you at the border. <laughs> it was Desiree. No. Yes. Ask for her at the border. By the way, let's talk about our border people. We've had four interactions with people at the border, and two went very well, and two didn't go as well as we had hoped. Evidently, if you work with the border security, you either don't give a single shit, or you give all of the shits. Right. Because we're, we're batting 500 yeah. right now, which, which is good. But, yeah. uh, so, the first, and, and it's been sort of the opposite of yeah. what we expected yep. a lot of the time. So, the first time, we expected the Canadians to be Canadian. Yeah. Yeah, they have a... Uh, I'm sorry, I'm real tired, I can't think right now, but they have a reputation as being kind, nice folk. Uh-huh. That first guy, not so much. No, oh, well, he hey, having none of us. Why are you coming across into Canada? Uh, well, you know, we uh, we got into town early and we can't check into our B&B. Okay, we... where'd you come from? Well, hang on a second, I didn't finish the first one. Uh, right, right, right. Where'd you come from? Wisconsin. Okay. Your car says Washington. Yes, sir. It's a rental. All right. All right. So what are you, you going to do in Canada? Well, you know, we're going to look around and maybe go over to Caesar's Palace. We heard there's a sport. Is that what you're going to... Okay. Sir, you're not letting me finish my answer. Right. Okay, okay. Uh, can you just pull forward real oh, wait. quick? Wait. No, I forgot a couple of How much money do you guys have on you? And then at what point, it wasn't smart to say, why? You accepted bribes? Because, <laughs> you know... You probably should have left that out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you should have left out the... Slide whistle insert here. Um, he did ask us how much money we had. If we were bring had anything to declare, which again the wrong answer is, I declare that you have a piss poor attitude, sir. Um, but no, he uh, he made us pull over. But well, but when we got pulled over, they were quick about it. Like they were ready for us. Those guys were very nice. Yeah, very nice. Went through the car, made sure everything was kosher. We went in. They checked our identification and our documents. Let us go. We went in. Coming back, we ran into uh, Red Bastine, um, mixed with Red Skeleton and some Red Fox. Because yep. he was a burly man, but he was a little jovial and over the top. He wanted to give you an anal cavity, sir. Yeah, I called his bluff. I said, let's do that. And I informed him that he had eaten, what, <laughs> what did you eat? Uh, where the hell Steak were and we? Shake. Steak and Shake. Steak and Shake. Yeah. Uh, this guy clearly, like, uh, two days away from retirement... Like, I feel like I could have held up ninja stars and, you know. <laughs> and a guy from Saudi Arabia. <laughs> he would have been like, go, go ahead, man. We'll cool. see you later. Have a good time. And on the way back this evening, on Sunday, we got going in. We found a lady who clearly hated her job but was nice enough to let us through with no hassle. Coming back on the American side, uh, we ran into Commando. Commando. We did. He asked for so many documents... He wanted the rental car agreement. I'm not carrying the rental car agreement. Right, it was in your suitcase back <clears throat> Right. Which is across the border. Right. Where we need to go. And then we missed the duty-free shop, so we're trying to buy some things that you can't necessarily get in America. Which it's legal to bring back so long as you declare it. I mean, you could t- probably tell them. It doesn't matter. But uh, Cuban, Cuban cigars. Right. Right? Yeah. 
So we're trying to buy these. And we missed the duty-free shop on the Canadian side. But we weren't <clears throat> certain that we had. Right. I had an idea. Right. When did you tell us that you had an idea? After the fact. Oh. The return of after the fact doesn't boil everybody. So, I was pretty sure we had missed it. Uh, but, uh, so, you know, trying to be friendly, we go, hey, real quick question. Did we miss the duty-free shop on the Canada side? Anyway, you did. And then he just, boom, sent us through. Wouldn't even, no extra elaboration. No time for conversation. Yep. Didn't ask me how my day was. So we're uh, we're really looking forward to going back to Canada tomorrow morning to get those cigars and get the brow beaten again. And to be honest, it's important for us to use this up as much as we can because it really was a last-minute scramble in some ways to um, get these passports. So we might as well use the, use them up as much as we can. Right? Even though it costs us ten dollars. To go, yeah, to go. I mean, we could walk across. How long does that take? Because we're crossing a straight. Um, well, it's not as bad as crossing a crooked. But I will tell you this. Um, if we walk across, will the duty-free shop be open? Cause, and I think it will be. But tomorrow is Canadian Thanksgiving. Yes. Where they eat instead of... That's how it kids actually. <laughs> yeah, it is legitimately Canadian Thanksgiving tomorrow. Um, the only, the only thing is, in America we have turkey, and there they have back bacon, and a roast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's been your life for forty-eight hours or so. So we'll do that tomorrow, and then we'll make our trek home. So anyway, it's been a good time again. The Packer game sucked. Tiger fans. I mean, a lot of them are uh, Tiger Lion fans. A lot of them are mouth breathers. We got. Uh, we got some car flags at the... Uh, I at gave the mine Chile. away. He gave his away. To Pick Chili. Up. To Chili. No, I gave it to her boyfriend oh, who had right. to suffer through her. Yeah. Vic Ross is the uh, biggest baby face in all of Detroit and uh, decided to hand his flag to the boyfriend of the chick that's like, Oh, y'all Packers fans? Oh, fuck all of y'all. Hope your mother's dead. Like, yes. At one point... I'm pretty certain, this is a direct quote, I love y'all, but fuck y'all. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, she touched a lot of my leg. There was a lot of leg touches. Yeah. Real weird thing. Like, just like fingertips. She wasn't like... She wasn't like reaching up and... She wasn't fishing for cock. <laughs> well, that's what you think. Not well. well maybe she was, but maybe that's where her man sits, <laughs> but mine ain't anywhere near my knee unless I'm in a car accident. I do remember that uh, when she did, she she did this to her seat. <laughs> so, you know. Scott has his flag. He does. I do, yes. What happened to yours? Well, we decided to leave that game early. Why did we do that, for the record? Because we were losing and we wanted to go there was catch like two, the Brewer two game. and a half minutes left. In the right. Game, so. Yeah, there yeah. were two, minute, two and a half minutes left in the fourth quarter. And we had just given the ball up. Correct. And we well, yeah, because we missed another field. We did not want to miss the start of the Brewer game if we didn't have to. So we're leaving. Now, what I decided to do is get in front of the entire section, at which point I pull my flag out of the 
sheathing, the plastic sheath. I unfurl it, I show it to everybody, I throw it on the ground! And I go, that's what I think of Detroit! Yes, it was quite the scene. And if I was a little more energetic today, I probably would have dropped a quick elbow on it. There you go. There you go. However, I wanted to go back to get it because I actually want it. So I just want to say, Ford Field is a, a pretty nice stadium. Yeah, thanks. Pretty nice stadium. Overall, we did not have a bad experience with the fans. Would we say that Detroit, the overall experience, was better or worse than Cleveland last year? I would have to give the nod to Detroit over Cleveland. People were far more rude in Cleveland. And they just hire people from Cleveland to run the border here, apparently. So <laughs> On both sides. What would, what would you think? Cleveland, Detroit. Ah, uh, uh, well, it's hard. Like, there's an equality of it to me. I would say that parts of this, like, obviously the football game in Cleveland was better. Because they won. Because they won. It was a more competitive Although game. Although it was colder. It was a lot colder. It was more competitive the whole way through, though. More fun to watch. Even though Aaron Rodgers wasn't playing, that was good. The wrestling show was more entertaining here. Mm-hmm. It was. It was. For a couple of reasons. Not all of them good. Uh, I, I'm going to... And the museums. Even though we saw a couple of the really, really depressing things that you could possibly see in a museum, such as <laughs> the car that Kennedy was killed in. How about the clan outfit? The Ku Klux Klan outfit. The full-on, like, Grand Imagine Dragons leader. Imagine Dragons leader? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You see, now you've just gone and called them clan. Thunder! Members. Feel the thunder! Black people leave! <laughs> Whoa! Thunder! I, I think you're misheard that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that's the words. pretty sure that's the words. What was their other hit? Uh, that about coming. Oh, there was another one. Yeah, but I don't like them. What so was much. the What was that song? It all sounds the same. Hold on. Here's the thing, though. To keep it in context, the reason was there was a wing of it was a civil rights wing of the Ford. Correct. Museum. They had the Rosa Parks bus. The actual bus. The actual yeah. Rosa Parks. They had a station where you could sit down and edit news clips in the order you wanted them to appear on your news broadcast of the marches, the freedom marches. Right. And then you could watch it back and see how that worked out. Calypse. Unless we get all of the colored people out. That's, oh, that's the words! I'm reading the words! Are you going to tell us whether you like Cleveland or Detroit better? Or are you going to keep dragging this out? The Lincoln chair? Yes. The chair where Lincoln was shot. You could see the blood stains from his blood brain goop. There were no brains. There were stains. But what were the stains from? Brain goop. Brain goop. Probably a little spinal fluid, maybe. On the chair. Yep. Pretty impressive. Okay. Still waiting for you to narrow it down to a city. Jacksonville. Jesus Christ. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say Detroit because I thought so for the overall experience. Okay, now Detroit. Now in fairness to Cleveland, even though the people were douchey, the weather was not great in Cleveland. There were a lot of factors that just didn't play well. Um, but yeah, so I'm gonna go with Detroit all all in on that one. 
And next year, we're already talking about potentially Kansas City as, a, as an option. Yeah, it's an option. Kansas City, we're still looking at Minneapolis, possibly. Yep. Uh, Chicago. Indianapolis, possibly. Indianapolis. Things we can drive to. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. We'd like to see some real bad wrestling in all these places. So if anybody out there has gone to any of these places. And knows of a real shitty fed. Yeah, we want it to be bad. I mean, good wrestling's great, but we can find good wrestling. And for the record, we're willing to travel up to an hour from where we're staying. That's right. But we want to see as bad as possible. We want to get to Tennessee levels of bad. Then we're going back to Tennessee, baby. Oh, we're going back to Tennessee. I want to work that company. I hear you, man. Will Tennessee Ernie be there? No, but but Grandpa Jones will. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so I'm gonna I've I've reached in I think he haw. We gotta Yeah absolutely. So I reached in here and I'm going to pull out a subject. Um Don't fucking bullshit. We can't start lying now. Really, dude? Eddie Watson would have let us lie. Yeah, you know what? This is it's bullshit. Not, yeah. So right. anyway, here's what we got. Here's we, the okay, fine, here, let we, me we, we, here's we, the hat. We've been asked to discuss. Stop that flag off, bro. We've been asked to discuss some of our favorite uh, '70s TV shows. <laughs> yeah. So I, here's one that doesn't get a lot of love, but it should. Welcome back, Cotton. <laughs> I don't know if he deserves the love, but okay. Um, now I know some people might say that. Okay, let, let's be honest. Even many of my favorite shows, the A-Team's one of them, the plot lines stayed the same pretty much through, right? Right. I mean, in, in Welcome Back, Carter, you'd have, like, Vinnie Barbarino would, like, be asked a question from Mr. Cotter. Okay, what would that sound like? So, uh, Vinnie, what do you think of the Spanish, uh, Spanish-American War? War. The, the war. Where? At the border of, of Mexico and America. Why? Well, it was obviously over land. Who? The Spanish and the Americans. When? In the 1800s. <laughs> and that's the bit. Yeah, that's the bit. So then, somewhere in there, Horse Shack would be like, Mr. Catter. <laughs> Oh, Mr. Catcher. Why, why are you asking Vinny about the Spanish-American War? And Mr. Catcher would say, well, I'm trying to educate you. And then Freddie Boom Boom Washington would be like, hi there. Hi there. Let me tell you about educating. A boom, 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 Vinny Barbarino educated Horseshack's rectum. <laughs> <laughs> so then Epstein would have a note. He would. And he'd be like, Mr. Katya, I want you to read this note from my mother. Right. And it would say something like, Dear Mr. Cotter, please excuse Juan and his friends from school today because their asses are too sore from sitting in desks. Signed, Epstein's mother. And at that point, Mr. Woodman was like, I've had it with you, sweat hogs. I want you all to die. Right. And then, and then... Vinnie Barbarino would say something like, Up your nose with a rubber hose. And then it would end with Mr. Cotter telling a story about his Uncle Leo and some of his escapades. And, and here's the rap. 
So I think that tells you that's a great show. Well, would you agree? I, would you agree that if I if I came to your side and said it was a watchable show? Yeah. I know you said great. I'm gonna go with watchable. Well, I mean, would you agree it was awful repetitive? Oh, it was. It was. But it was good at least until Bo came in. All right. And let me ask you this. There were four sweat hogs at all times. Always four. Yeah. Right? Four guys. Except that whole class was sweat hogs, and there were like 15 kids in there. Well, they didn't want to fax a life fit and have too many storylines going on. But, like, those other kids didn't even get acknowledged in the class. Like, I don't know Gabe Kaplan knew they were actually there. Fackler's wife. Got acknowledged for a while, if you remember, the female swipe. No one knows who Fackler is. Other, Do you know who Fackler is? I don't know who Fackler is. Police Academy? Well, I love Police Academy. So you don't know who Fackler is? He was the clumsy cop. Yeah. Oh, okay. And his wife, who was played by, what was her name? Deborah Lee Harris? Okay. Is that right? Sure. Deborah Lee Scott. Deborah Lee Scott. All right. Yeah. Now, outside of the hat... That's clearly a hat. Uh, <clears throat> ignore that part. Uh, clearly a hat. The reason we started talking about Welcome Back, Cotter, in the first place was because of what statement? I don't know. What statement? Now, what if you happen to make a statement about John Travolta <laughs> and his penchant for ass lickery? <laughs> You called him? I did not. <laughs> what was he called? One of us, but uh, not, not me. me. Not me. <laughs> repeat it, because I don't remember. Well, I believe, it, and this is not PC at all. <laughs> I believe we. You called him an ass-looking homo. <laughs> oh, excuse me a moment. But but see, whoever said that, I don't think was trying to be disrespectful to the, our LGBT. Community. Right. Oh. Was that John Travolta? We just got a cease and desist letter. <laughs> Was it from the Scientology? From the Church of Scientology! <laughs> and that's great because we're not even live. We're not even home! Oh. Well, they're everywhere. This place is bugged. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think that. Are there any shows from the 70s that stand out here, Mark? Um, All in the Family. Okay. That was a great show. I was. The Jeffersons. Okay. Also enjoyed that. What was your favorite 70s show based in Detroit? Uh, was there one? I don't know. No, I don't think there was one. Then fix, what was, fix my car, you asshole. <laughs> what, was your fa- what was your favorite 70s show based in Cincinnati? WKRP in Cincinnati, of uh, course. What was your? Is there? Did you have a, a show that was more down home and homespun from the seventies that you liked? Yeah, hee-haw. hee-haw, hee-haw, So, worst hee-haw character. Uh, I liked them all, frankly. Slim Pickens. But Junior Samples. Also bad. Who could pick better, Buck Owens or Roy Clark? Minnie Pearl. She was bringing it in that 50s She shot. was not. <laughs> she, you thought she was winking. False. False. Let me tell you She something. had Bell's palsy. How about Grandpa Jones? 
What about them? Oh. Yeah. Before this. Yes. I learned that you could also signify the coming of an erection. Can, with, a, uh, with a slide whistle. Yeah. Can we relive our uh, our bit, the hee haw bit from the car? Uh, we could. All right. I'll set the line up. I hope you remember the punchline. I'll do my best. Okay. So I want you to picture myself and Scott rising from a cornfield, and then I turn to Scott and I say, Man, Scott, my back is killing me. Yeah, well, your front's not doing me any favors either. And then the laugh track plays, we smile at each other, and lower back down into the cornfield. Well, I think if we ever ran that bit on here, we'd need to have corn rustling. Oh. And we would need this. Ready? Hang on. This is the most technology. Oh. Ready? Hang on. Let's One more time. Let's do this again. What are they doing to me here? Hang on. They're about to go. I know what's happening here. Let's do it. <laughs> The slide whistle. The slide whistle. I like the slide whistle. And that's become the way that we signify to each other. Not that we often tell each other. <laughs> yeah, well, I would hope not. Um, so, yeah. It, I, I think, too, one, do you think of those syndicated shows? Hee Haw was a syndicated show. Yes. Um, there were a lot of bad syndicated shows back in the 70s or 80s. Most 80s, um, really, yes. You know, you had Solid Gold, Putting on the Ritz, Dance Fever. Oh, it's a real shame my wife is dead and I'm alone now. Life, life, uh, <laughs> I love that. Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous, Charles in Charge, It's a Living. But Small Wonder. But probably no syndicated show had more impact on people's lives than Star Search. How do you get on Star Search, Scott? Well, let's just say there's an old fashion to be held, man, <laughs> to be uh, uh, given to one Mr. Ed McMahon. Let me tell you. Uh, uh, yes! You can't have a wrestling podcast without talking about a McMahon. Right. You and are correct, sir. And we are about to bring up our McMahon, Ed McMahon. Hey-o! Hey-o! Ah! Yes, catch that? Oh! Oh, yeah. I'm getting on Star... I'm getting on Star <laughs> Search. Lane Boyle's mouth gets... Four stars. <laughs> yes! So why don't you walk us through an interview? You're Ed McMahon. You can be a contestant. Okay. How do you? How did this, this, this whole thing take place before... Uh, before you got selected for the for this show, well, it would probably go something like, "Hey, your uh, your audition went really well. Now we're gonna just take you here over to Ed's room, <coughs> and uh, he'll be in to see you in a minute." Well, that'd be great. Thank you so much. Hey, hi. <laughs> it is my pleasure to meet you, Mr. McMahon. Meet my cock. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't feel comfortable with that. What's your talent? Well, I'm a singer. Ha <laughs> ha! Good pipes, nice mouth! <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, when that interview concludes, <laughs> do you think Ed McMahon would have a nickname for that particular <laughs> contestant? Good job, sports! I was thinking more like old cock mouth. Old cock mouth. <laughs> <laughs>
I may have named the homeless man Old Cockmouth over the weekend. Oh, before we talk about Old Cockmouth, yes. and pull Old Cockmouth out of the hat, yes. so many boners over there. <laughs> what is What happened boners? I forgot that the number one thing that sets off his boners is to be told to stop. My, my, one of my favorite lines of the weekend was, there was a homeless guy, <laughs> and he was, he was holding up a sign that said, um, I forget what the second part, the first part was too ugly to prostitutes, uh, and something else, right? So yes. And I walked by and I said, you know, I think he's a little hard on himself, I don't think he's too ugly to prostitute at all. <laughs> my favorite part was the one homeless guy talking to another guy who may or may not have been homeless. Right. And as we walk past, they're clearly talking about a third person. Who's not present. And I don't know who it is. And the homeless guy who was sitting in his home, which means on the ground against a tree, mm -hmm. said, oh, well, he just doesn't like homeless people. Right. And then what happened? We got about four feet away, and I turned to you and I go, how hard did you have to try to say... Who does? <laughs> Seriously? It was on the tip of my tongue. But you never want to get in a fight with a homeless person because they have nothing to lose. You're going to have to kill that homeless person. Yeah. So, did the 49ers win today? No. All right, well, that's okay. But <laughs> we're getting in the car, and somebody cuts us off. And Vic goes, and this is before we went and got you, right? I, I believe, right? Yes, it was. So he went, oh, look at old Cockmouth here. And immediately the picture in my head was a minor. Not a child. <laughs> right. No. Right. A minor as in a as in, hundreds gold digger. So I'm missing some teeth, long white beard, so, dirty cheeks. I imagine that, you know, there's an like an outpost before they go up on the mountain, right? I'm sure there is. And, like, the miners sit and have their, you know, frontier coffee, right? And they're just going, okay, let's, uh, does anybody know of anywhere we can go? And they go, oh, I can take you somewhere. And then another miner goes, that's old cockmouth. <laughs> Don't go with old cockmouth. Why? Why not? I know where to find gold. Listen, you're you're gonna strike it, but it ain't gonna be gold. I know where there's a real nice vein. <laughs> it's the owner. <laughs> and old Cockmouth ended up with a whole lot of friends, didn't he? He did. He did. He had, he had a guy who was literally on that mountain. He had a guy he wouldn't take with him anymore who was named Pistic Pete. Right. <laughs> Pistic Pete. Yeah. And Pistic Pete wants to go with Old Cockmouth. But, but Old Cockmouth doesn't have the heart to tell Pistic Pete why he's not allowed to come with him anymore. It, it's because. <laughs> it's because he's incontinent. <laughs> I'll go, I'll go with you, old cockmouth. Oh, yeah, maybe oh, not this time. Pete. Oh, man, I, let me tell you, like, I'm all, I'm all short up here, Pete. Or, uh, oh, cockmouth, Pete, whatever. Uh, come on, you never let me come anymore, just that one time. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, we also, if you've ever seen a, a movie with miners in it, 
they always seem to bite their gold to ensure that it's real. And that may explain the missing teeth, you right. see. I believe that's right. And uh, it was decided that once all the teeth are gone, and they can no longer test the gold, they no longer mine, they just cook for the miners. Yes. <laughs> and they become known as cookie. cookie. I think it, I see a kid's, like, animated series coming out. <laughs> I hope not. Except for old Cockmouth. <laughs> he stays old Cockmouth. <laughs> all the time. All the time. Even when he loses all his teeth. But to get it past the sensors, he'll just always be eating chicken. In fact, it's, he goes from old Cockmouth the Miner to, oh, hey, Cockmouth. <laughs> You know, like, people are happier to see him once all the teeth are gone. You know that the old part isn't the offensive thing, right? <laughs> hey, Cockmouth! Oh. Oh. Yikes, that was the old cock... Hang on, I... Uh, you lost it? It's yeah. gone? There oh, it my. is. Oh. Groove is in the heart. It is. It is. Also, uh, what was the name of the uh, singer that had that great album I named? <laughs> Dave Brubeck? <laughs> Dave Brubeck. Well, what was the name of the album? Uh, that was uh, Songs Dave. to Take Cock To. <laughs> By the way, Dave Brubeck is a real musical artist. You can look him up. He does instrumentals with mostly horns. Yeah, okay. but why were we listening to that followed by Paula Anka? Yeah, what was up with that? All right. You know what? Anybody who's traveled with anybody before knows that you can't make everybody happy at the same fucking time. How about right? trying to make somebody happy? <laughs> yeah. I was happy. I don't remember anybody asking for music to kill yourself. If you don't like canned heat, that's actually uh, an album that Dave Brubeck made after. <laughs> there was songs to take cock to. Right. And then like an album and a half songs later to hang yourself. songs to hang yourself by. Got it. Yeah, that was some, some quality stuff. Back then, in albums, they didn't really have, like, concepts or names. It was just a lot of standards and with, like, you know, party songs. Sure. Songs to take cock to. We also determined that uh, the the Congressional Medal of Honor uh, should have been uh, given <laughs> to somebody else in 1990. What was it? 94. <laughs> 94. 94. Um, and who was that person, Scott? It was the person who sold the ammunition to Kurt Cobain. Right. That and guy should be a Congressional Medal of Honor. And man. I suggest that he, in fact, should not be, simply because Courtney Love is still with us. Yeah. yeah For the record, I like Nirvana. Yeah, I know you do. We've had this discussion. A couple times this weekend. Yeah. Songs to shotgun blast yourself in the yes. face to. Yes. yes. Not a Dave yes. Brubeck album. No. It's a Kurt Cobain album. But, uh, uh, I, I, was out, I was in a rant there before we got <laughs> Oh, by all means. I forget what it was now. Dave Brubaker? About not being able to make everyone happy. Oh, yeah. yeah, I could. Nobody's happy with the kind of music I'm playing, right? right. Rush comes on, nobody's happy. Spin God. doctors God, come yeah, on. I'm not happy about that. No. Nobody's happy. What about God's plan, motherfucker? God's plan. <laughs> Got me wishing and wishing on me. <laughs> God's plan. God's plan. Is that is that a good Drake there? It's, I like Drake. It's fantastic. I don't dislike Scott's Drake. Scott's plan. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> he can really uh, freestyle pretty hard. Yeah. yeah. He's all right. Surprisingly enough. He's yeah. a bit of all right. Yeah, well. Um, 
know what Lions fans don't like? When you go to their game and just yell out RoboCop things. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. Do you think that, I mean, as we were driving through Detroit today to get to the stadium, I heard, like, people yelling out their window a lot. <laughs> I did. It was in support of the Packers. Yeah. I mean, do you, what do you, what are your, what's your take on that? Well, I like the Packers. Yeah. I like yelling. Sometimes I worry about my own safety when we're yelling at strangers. <laughs> now, let me, out of cars and stuff. In, like in the murder capital of the world. So now let me ask you a question. Would yelling out Packers to a group of Packer fans cause you to get shot? You would think not. Right. You would think not. That would be different if you were like, Packers suck, you old whore. <laughs> then. I met that old whore. <laughs> you did. She tried to sugar mama you. Um, oh, but I, I don't. I don't feel like if people and it wasn't. Thankfully, it wasn't us that was doing it. But if people want to yell out like in support of their team, um, it should be okay. I, I don't know. Um, a little bit of horn beeping this weekend, which I thought was not nearly as much as last year. Though. No, I, well, I'm disappointed in in that. But, um, but no, I mean by and large, the people here. We had a cup. We had one obnoxious piece of shit just yelling at us when we were walking, taking a tour of the outside of Comerica. Yep, yep. But it's okay because he'll be blackout drunk and wake up in a pool of his own piss in his mom's basement. Right, so. and and also, spoiler alert, he'll still be from here. Yeah, and he won't have any Super Bowl highlight tapes to watch when he gets home. So correct. At least we could do that to lick some of our wounds. Um, I think we got one thing left. Well, we got two because we got oh. a topic, and we've got to talk. We've got to check on our one of our favorite follows on Facebook. Oh yes. So by which the way, one would you like to do for me? There's like a point three six percent chance that any one of us could end up dead based on the murder statistics of where we are going tomorrow. I'll tell you what. And where we are today. I like those odds because I haven't won a fucking thing all weekend. <laughs> yeah. It's been rough. Uh, all right. Which Which would you like to do first? Um, uh, how ready are we for our, for our... We're not, so I guess... Okay, well then, I'm, I'm, I'm shaking the hat. It what? sounds like you're ripping up bay leaves. What's our last topic, Scott? Um, being farted out of bed. Okay. So what, what, uh... Well, that's a personal story. Okay. Alright. So, uh, I was out having some beers with the fellas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I decided after that that I was a little hungry, so I went to Taco Bell. Okay. Okay. And I went home and I ate that, and then I immediately went to bed. And the rest of the story comes from my poor wife, who informed me that my farts were not just bad, they were almost lethal. Okay. Worse than that, if you can believe that. Okay, I can't, but okay. So, and not only were they bad, but they were frequent. Okay. Uh, and getting worse by the second. Sure. Okay. To the point that I woke her up, she got out of bed, and went to sleep on the couch. Okay? Okay. But wait, here's the kicker. When she got to the couch and laid down, she could still smell the farts. Oh my. Because they had seeped into the t-shirt she was sleeping in. Oh. And she had to take it off 
and change clothes in order to get a peaceful night's rest. So it was a lot like the the, the stanchions, the Seinfeld car episode. Or whatever's going on in Lane's guts. Oh. It's not good. Well. You ever fart anybody out of bed? I don't. I, probably, but Catherine never really. I mean, look, they're not. They're, there's not a lot of pleasant stuff coming out of my ass. Let's be honest. There's not a lot of pleasant things coming out of anybody's ass. Yeah, so I'm sure <clears throat> there have been times where she's like, I just can't do this. But So why'd you wind up on the couch? I don't know. I know there was at least one time on this trip when something came out of your ass where I thought about getting out of a moving vehicle. So I'm sure that she's just being nice to you. Well, you know, I didn't make sure to load up with cabbage soup before. You did indeed. So You did indeed. All right. So we have a new segment we debuted last week. It's called Unpopular Opinion. And we're going to read you uh, one of our favorite follows, but we won't give this person his or her name. Hopefully as time goes by, just by reading these, you will be able to piece it together. If you can tell us who this is, I will get you a $2 of Canadian money. This is a mild one. Okay. Which, by the way, is about a dollar fifty. But get ready to analyze it okay. to your heart's desire. It's always been mind-blowing. This is the quote. It's always been mind-blowing to me that John Bender, The Breakfast Club, oh, yeah. in parentheses, and Jimmy Wing, Airheads, in parentheses, were both played by the same guy. Judd Nelson is amazing. Fucking idiot. Okay. okay. Now I've seen Airheads. Yeah. But I don't know which character is Jimmy Wing. I'm assuming that Judd Nelson is actually in the movie. Um, I, let me check. Can we? I can't. Trying to get you an image so it can hop, hopefully. Because I know who Judd Nelson is. Oh, he was the radio executive. Okay. Well, you know what else Judd Nelson was in? New Jack City. Yes. New Jack City. And he then said that Pookie used to be him. And nobody understood that. However, Judd Nelson is now 58. He was born in Portland, Maine. Are you aware of this? Uh, no. How would you feel about Judd Nelson's ability to be amazing? Um, I will say he was very good in The Breakfast Club. Yeah. Which was... Probably the highlight of his career, let's be honest. Right. Um, he was also very good in New Jack City. I think the... I especially liked him in Pocahontas. The infrequent number of roles that he had leads me to say he's not amazing. I would have to agree with you. I do think he had a couple amazing performances, but that doesn't make him amazing. What does make him amazing is these current images of him... Um, they are not going to be show. good. Yeah, like that doesn't look good. Right. At all. Like yeah. that looks like a guy who leads a cult right there. Yeah, this looks like the guy who who wrestled, whose last name is Zero. Well, let me uh, let me throw some movies at you here from Judd Nelson's career. Before you do, see this cowboy movie that Judd Nelson is in. Yeah, I watched that movie. It is so not good. Uh, so that eliminates him from being amazing because an amazing actor would have saved that movie. Right. right. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. All right. 
And I'll even include the real early ones because, you know, you guys are... Can you start by telling us what the first movie he was in was? It's called Rock and Roll Hotel in 83. Oh, okay. I don't think I saw uh, that. Yeah, definitely not. Let me see, actually, if uh, he... Nope, that was it. Rock and Roll Hotel, 83. Okay. He played a character known as Rocker Johnny. Rocker Johnny. They were up all night naming that character. <laughs> 84, Making the Grade. That sounds familiar, but I don't know that I've seen it. He played Eddie Keaton. Okay. 85 was obviously the breakfast club. 85 was a big year. Now, before you get there, fire, I'm guessing. before yeah. you get there, uh, some people have said he's been a, known as a pretentious bad boy. I think it helps to know that his his dad was a, a, a lawyer and his mom was a lawyer and state assemblywoman, and he was born with a silver spoon in his mouth. Okay. And I don't mean Ricky Schroeder. He didn't blow Ricky Schroeder? He doesn't like to be called Ricky. Beep. Well, I'm going to keep calling him Ricky. All right. All right. Uh, <clears throat> so, Breakfast Club, St. Elmo's Fire, and Fandango, where he played both Phil Hicks and Groover. I'm not familiar with Fandango. That was all 85. And despite the fact that St. Elmo's Fire had a lot of recognizable names in it, yeah, not that theme theme song. good of a movie. That wasn't great. Yeah, you're right, it wasn't great. 86, he voiced Hot Rod, or Rodimus Prime, no. in the Transformers uh, animated movie. Right. And it was in something called Blue City. Playing Billy Turner. Again, Not never, never heard of it. 87, From the Hip. Played a lawyer, I remember. Yeah. Robin Stormy Weathers. Yeah. Not to be confused with Stormy Daniels. 1989, Relentless, where he was Arthur Buck Taylor. Don't remember it. Nope. 90, he had a television movie, so five years after Breakfast Club, he's doing a television yep. movie. Things are on the downswing. Hiroshima, Out of the Ashes. Yeah. Then New Jack City in 91. Yeah. A little bit of a comeback, because that's a good movie. Yeah. The Dark Backward, mm. where he played Marty Malt. Yeah. Uh, primary Motive. Conflict of Interest in 93. I feel like I've seen that. Yeah, that sounds... Entangled in 93. Yeah. Every Breath in 94, where he was also a writer and producer. Alright. Hail Caesar... 94, Airheads 94, Flinch 94, television movie, Blindfold Acts of Obsession 94, <clears throat> 94, Caroline at Midnight, yeah, no, 95, Circumstances Unknown. So we're, so we're 10 years after Breakfast Club and he's basically a, an F-less celebrity. Yep. Okay. Blackwater Trail for a few lousy dollars. The Shaquille O'Neal vehicle, Steel, Ooh. where he played Nathaniel Burke. Judd Nelson, I'm a dunk on your head. <laughs> I'm Shaq. No, don't look, don't look at Dan Marley. Yeah. Dan Marley's my bitch. Do not speak directly <laughs> to the big Aristotle. <laughs> All right. What you, else? What, what you else? Speak, you will speak through Dan Marley to me. Dan Molly will communicate with me with eye flicks and taps on my penis. <laughs> what else do we got here? Sorry. Uh, Mr. Rock and Roll, the Alan Freed story, where he played Alan Freed in a television movie. Light It Up. 
Ennsville. We're in the thousands now. <clears throat> Light It Up sounds familiar. Is, is that a robbery movie, I think? Maybe? Uh, Light It Up was a crime teen drama film starring Ursher. Yeah. Uh, yep. Rosario Dawson, okay. Forrest Whitaker and his eye, literally says that on the poster, uh, and Vanessa L. Williams. Okay. Was he also in uh, a TV show called Suddenly Susan, right? Is that the one? I believe it's... Uh, I didn't do the TV credits. Okay, that's fine. Uh, Falcon Down, Cabin by the Lake television movie, The Spiral Staircase television movie, the New Adventures of Spin and Marty, Suspect Behavior, nah. Strange Frequency, television movie, nah. Lost Voyage, television movie, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, where he had the role of Sheriff, nah. Return to Cabin by the Lake, nah. television movie, nah. Dark Asylum, The Cure for Boredom, Cybermutt, Television movie. I'm just gonna stop. Deceived. I'm Santa Junior, White Rush, Lethal Eviction, The Lost Angel, Three Wise Guys, Black Hole, Nether Beast Incorporated, Nevermore, The Kidnapping, The Caretaker Infected, The Day the Earth Stopped, Dirty Politics, The Single Woman, Little Hercules in oh 3D, Boondock Saints 2, All Saints Day, The Terror Experiment, Endure, Mayor Cupcake, Cancel Christmas. Bad Kids Go to Hell, Last Chance Holiday, Down and Dangerous, Nurse 3D, Bigfoot Wars, Private Number, Stagecoach, Billionaire Boys Club, One for One, that and much more on Freedom Rock. <laughs> Turn it up, man. <laughs> the point is, the guy kept working, yeah. but did anybody see any of it? No. I mean, outside of something here or there, right? And that's why I have a hard time with Amazing and Judd Nelson being in the same sense. Like, I'm not going to tell you he's the shits. Right. But Amazing? Yeah, I'm not buying it. You know who's amazing? Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Jack Nicholson's amazing. Yeah, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman is amazing. Tom Hanks. Denzel Washington. Right. George Lopez. Did you guys see the trailer? No, <laughs> Did you guys see the trailer where Christian Bale is doing a movie where he's playing Dick Cheney? Yeah. No. You need to see this shit. That is amazing. Does I, he look like Dick Cheney? He does. Well, I will tell you this. I heard he also put on weight for the gimmick and whatnot. I will tell you this. Uh, I will not. I guarantee you that there will be some sort of political slant. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. But for sure. that's not. I'm just using the fact that he transformed his entire body. Yeah. To play a role. From Batman to Dick Cheney. That shit's amazing. And in a small window, too, by the way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I can't imagine that that's good for your body. So, bottom line. No, it made Robert De Niro insane. What our what our Facebook friend is telling the world has been. Debunked. Debunked. Well, remember, if you can figure out who our good friend is, two, two Canadian, Canadian dollars. dollars. Yeah, and do not put them in a G-string. All right. Oh, and if you hear this, get to the window. That's right. Wrap us. Well, Detroit, it's been fun. <coughs> we survived the ghetto tour tomorrow. 
we will, you might hear some of that, we will get home safely and get ready for another episode. Uh, we don't know who our guest will be next. It could be Larry Hansen. It could be somebody who was hit by a car. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Whoever it is, we will have them on. And we'll have more great topics out of the hat, which never makes any noise, but for some reason we felt the need to put a mic right in the hat so it sounds like rustling sheathing. We would like to promise you that whoever we do sit down with will have at least seen wrestling before. <laughs> that's, that's our whole thing. Well, they've got one up on me. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs>